Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Listen, we are here today. I'm with my new friend, Dr. Sandy Kirk with BeholdMinistries.org. We are talking about the power of the pure gospel, which is America's greatest need. And I am telling you, she is burning alive with the fire for this message and her book, Undone by Revelation of the Lamb. I began reading that and uh, it was really quite the supernatural coincidence that we got to meet. I prayed to meet th- to meet this woman after I got this book, after my husband met her and did some work for her and uh, put it aside. And then uh, God says, you get that book out and you read it. It's going to answer some questions you've been ask- asking me. I, I'm going to confirm some things and, and pour more into you. Okay, Father. And when I did, I like, whoo, I said, Lord, I want to meet this woman. And he set her right down beside <laughs> me in a chair next to me at a glow when I, where I was leading worship. So praise God for that. Could I add that? Sure, sure. You know, I should say that on my way driving to that aglow meeting, uh-huh. I was praying, Lord, I ask you for a divine appointment. <laughs> and he gave me Lueda. Well, you know <laughs> what? It, isn't that cool? Because it was, I had been praying and it was like a kiss on the forehead, mm. you know, and, and God, God just puts it together uh, in ways that we just don't even realize sure. uh, what he's doing. So, well, uh, let's jump back in, Dr. Okay. Sandy. We're talking about America's greatest need, the pure gospel. And uh, so you just continue to share what God has on your heart. Well, just going back to how we started, you know, the whole world, the whole nation is is grieving over what's just happened with the school shootings. And I just want to tell you, if I, if I, if I could just pull my heart out and pour it out to you, I, I've got to tell you with... Every fiber of my being, I have seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of young people, almost all of them deeply wounded, which is, I will tell you, that's what drove this boy in both places, young man. It was a wound in his heart. Most of them, you'll find that 75% of the school shootings have taken place from a fatherless son. Mm -hmm. It's, It's very, very sad. And I'm not trying to condemn fathers. I'm not trying to condemn divorces. I'm not trying to condemn, condemn anything except to say, dads, you can get restored to your son. It's not too late. You may not be able to unscramble the eggs the, you know, in the situation that you're in, but you can give your life to Jesus. You can come back and restore and mend and heal your relationship with your son, and everything can change. And you know what? Let's get back to, to what we're talking about, about the lamb. Let me just say one thing. Oh, sure. Go ahead. He, turns the, he changes the heart. He turns the hearts of the fathers to oh, the children, hearts amen. of children to the fathers. So nothing is impossible, guys. And there is, there's a ministry of reconciliation that we're promised that yes. we, we've been given that. Yeah. So pray for that. Pray for that fa- your dad. Pray for that mom. Pray for that kids. And you can be restored. You go ahead. Talk well, about the lamb. Whatever Let's just say. <laughs> okay, you go, you go for it, girl. We love you to kind of spin off of yeah. each other. But, but, you know, when I think about this generation, mm-hmm. when I think about, for example, Dr. Tim Clinton says that every single day, 5,240 5, teenagers attempt suicide. That's Every awful. day. Horrific. That's amazing. Say that number again. 5,240 teenagers try to commit suicide. Well, what does that say? I mean, there is a cloud of depression on this young generation. They need a dad. They need their fathers. So 
we're trying to help not only just talk to you about how, Dad, you can go after your son. You can humble yourself to him. You can ask his forgiveness. You can even forgive your own dad, which mm-hmm. I would venture to say, and I've done a lot of study and a lot of work in this, is most dads that reject their sons are because they were rejected mm-hmm. by their own father, mm-hmm. and they are still carrying that baggage of that wound. But Jesus came. Yes. He came mm-hmm. to, so that he could feel tears flowing down his face, mm-hmm. so that he could bleed blood and wash your sin and heal your heart mm-hmm. and pour out the Holy Spirit. That's what he wants to do in your life. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's always been your lamb. Mm-hmm. You know, every day, mm-hmm. every single day in the Old Testament, in the Tanakh, as Jewish people would call it, a lamb was offered once in the morning at 9 o'clock. Again in the evening, it was called evening, 3 o'clock. What does that tell you, Luana? Mm-hmm. I know you're going to track it with me. Yes. So fun to talk with you. Yes. But have you ever wondered, why did they have to take him and scourge him and beat him and rip his flesh to shreds? Do you know Why? Tell us. Because the lamb for the burnt offering (laughs) had to be cut Cut. and flayed in pieces and cast down in pieces on the altar. This is in Leviticus 1. And then even shaped back in the form of the animal that it was. He was being cut and flayed in pieces by that Roman scourge with his bits of bone and metal Mm -hmm. that cut out great hunks of flesh. That was the preparation of the lamb. Mm Mm-hmm. For the mm. crucifixion. Mm. Mm. God That's is how so much minute, he loves you. Minute details. I mean, it, everything. Well, think about this. This is probably the one that touches me the most. Have you ever noticed in Exodus 12 where God told Moses, now take a lamb and don't bake it, don't boil it, roast it. Mm-hmm. Roast it over the fire. First, the lamb for the Passover, we're talking about Passover lamb right now, had to be skinned. All the skin had to be ripped off of it. And then it was placed on a stake. And sometimes it was a cross-like stake because the legs were spread out. Mm-hmm. And then it was roasted over a fire. Roasted, God said. And if anything's left over, burn it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Jesus was going to be, in a sense, skinned by that Roman scourge again, mm-hmm. and then lifted up on the pole of the cross. Mm-hmm. And this is the hot part that makes me want to weep. And then roasted over the fire of God's holy, eternal wrath and punishment and judgment in your place. Yes. <laughs> so that now, that's why sin's been eradicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that we can't sin, but right, now we right. have the power not to sin. Right. There you go. Because Jesus broke the power of mm-hmm. sin. He broke his... But now you have. You can stand on that. You can call out for that. You can come to the foot of the cross and, and give your sin to him, whatever whatever that might be. Huge sin. Little sin. I mean, they're all sin. Sin is sin. And let Jesus wash it away. Wash it clean and make you whole again and give you a new life and fill you with the power and fire of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's so good to do just that. Mm-hmm. So it's a great hope that we offer to this young generation. That's why I'm saying mm-hmm. it's time to bring back the pure gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.
It's time to bring him the reward of his suffering. Oh, yes, absolutely. And you know, even uh, I know that we're really talking about the younger people right now and the, those that are fatherless and hurting, but even the older people. I mean, no matter your age, uh, we know that there's a lot of these young Absolutely. men that are that are committing these crimes because they're just devastated. Their life is just desolate. They have yeah. nothing but God. And the, the father wounds, I just want to say that it, even if your father has already passed away, Absolutely. are you never like me? I didn't grow up with a father. But he, but I will tell you what, he became my father. Yeah. I would go to him as my father. I still do. Although God sent me a man into mine and my mother's life that is a wonderful, wonderful dad. Oh, and I love him. Yes. I'm so grateful. But he's still my father. Yeah. God is still my father. And so I just want to say to you, if you feel that wounding and that, and that hurt and, and that father or mother wounds, uh, and Dr. Sandy ministers to a lot of younger generation that you can reach out and be ministered to healed and whole and uh, brought that that peace in your life. You don't even if you don't have a physical dad in your life, you don't have to be fatherless. Yeah, that's you'll be right. your father. Yeah. Let me hold up this book for just a minute. Yes, um, ma'am. This is called The Fatherless Generation. Mm -hmm. and I have a little booklet that goes with it that explains how you could lead a group of young people. And, and as they read this book together. But what it does, it takes the, every aspect of the cross and applies it to the wounds of a young generation, mm -hmm. to young people as they behold the Lamb. I'll tell you this little story. A woman from Scotland um, emailed me and she said, I had been reading your book, The Fatherless Generation, and my husband and I both read it, and we said, oh, if only we could get our son to read it. He's 19 years old. He's into heavy drugs. Long ago, as a child, he used to be a Christian. But we took this book, and we, we gave it to him, honestly, not expecting him to read it. She said, one night, I was walking past his room. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. And she said, I heard him in his room sobbing. Oh. But she didn't want to interfere. She didn't know what was happening, but she said... Finally, he came out the next morning, and he said, Mom, I read that book, mm. and I want to give my life back to Christ. Hallelujah. Thank <laughs> Just you. Just for reading a book, a Thank short you, little book. Yeah. One night. Why? Because it, it's because it showed him Jesus. He beheld the Lamb. He saw what Jesus did for, for him. He looked at him until God began, through the power of the cross, Yes. the power of the gospel, began to heal the wounds in mm -hmm. his soul mm -hmm. and that's why we're saying friends it's time to yes. bring back the gospel of jesus yeah. christ yes how long has it been since you've heard a sermon on, mm -hmm. on just the gospel mm -hmm. how long has it been since you've heard a sermon on the blood of the lamb mm -hmm. or the lamb of god the eternal lamb of god or just jesus how long i mean we have all these peripheral subjects mm -hmm. but what about him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about his blood his cross his power his resurrection. How do you think when Peter preached, and, and it wasn't just his words, but it was the power of the Holy Spirit on his words, the Bible says they were cut to the heart. My version, NASB, says they were pierced to the heart. Yeah. Pierced to the heart. How long has it been since you've heard a sermon in which people were pierced to the heart? A gospel sermon. Mm-hmm. Pierce to the heart. It's biblical. 
Well, I will tell you why. Speaking of that, and this is this is just it's not a trying to get get them to buy anything or anything like that. But uh, Dr. Sandy, God has so been dealing with me about these very same things that oh, I awesome. I did a six part series on my t- on my television program, Impact Christian Network, called the Total Triumph of the Cross. And in it, I deal and speak in, in about so many of these things um, of just what she was talking about. And what happened at the cross and why and what Jesus did and and keeping our eyes on him. And, and yes. I mean, anyway, it's it's there. I, I believe it'll help you. So you can go and order that uh, off our website at Lueda.org. But I'm telling you, her books, The Fatherless Generation, it, they're powerful. They're amazing. Uh, and I mean, I, I know I haven't read that, but I know that for what's in her heart, what's in her heart comes through her and you, Dr. Sandy you are so right if the Bible says um, you know uh, the, what the preacher has to be sent how will they know unless there's a preacher and and they have to be sent how are people going to be saved if you don't preach salvation if you don't preach the cross and I know uh, I used to think this okay I used to think years ago that the basics was Jesus Save me. Yeah. The basics and what he did at the cross. And that you had to build the kindergarten stuff and you (laughs) had to move on past that into all, you know, spiritual warfare, authority and all that, which those things are all wonderful. I'm not knocking that at all. But they flow out from. They flow out from. It's like the the wheel in the middle of a wheel. It's like the spokes of a wheel. Everything flows from, centers from, finds its source. Everything circulates and rotates around the cross. The centrality of the cross. And so I used to think, well, you know, I'm so spiritual (laughs) that I don't have to. (laughs) I don't have to think. And it's like the Lord says, honey, daughter, you haven't even begun to scratch the surface of what my son did. You haven't even began to understand. And the more I read it, the more I come alive with it. The more I come alive with it, the more I want to preach it. The more I see it, the more that I hear it, the more I'm, I'm praying into it. I'm pressing to it. I mean, I like to, I mean, like get the word out and then I start looking up the words. Oh, what is it? Oh, oh, listen, you don't, I mean, listen, if I had her education, I would, I wish I had Dr. Sandy's education. I mean, she's amazing, plus the anointing. But I didn't get it. But you know what? That doesn't keep you from getting the word yourself and studying. Then you have other good resources. So I just want to encourage you that the more, Dr. Sandy, the more you read about it, the more you pray, the more it grips you and pierces your heart. And it's, listen, don't ever move on past. That's it. What he did. Because everything, it's the life flow. It's the life flow. And then I get, you and I get the opportunity to go and preach it. And then people respond to the message of the cross, which includes healing, deliverance, salvation, provision, and all those things. But it's because of what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) I mean, you say so many things that I just want to (laughs) just respond to. Oh, but I think of, let me just tell this one story. How much time are we almost at? We've got not about seven minutes. Oh, I can do that, I think. Yes. Um, it's just a story that's in this book, The Fatherless Generation. And it, it it's happened one day when this hmm, about 16, 17-year-old girl came to our camp. I tried to talk to her, and she hmm, just hardened up, wouldn't talk to me. And on the second day, we always try to help people with their wounds. Well, she wouldn't, she didn't have any wounds. She was fine. And then... A little time passed, and 
couple of days passed, and I was teaching on the Father's cup. Mm-hmm. That's what really opens your eyes and pierces the heart. All of a sudden, she cried out and, and, and fell on her knees on the floor. And I just dismissed everybody to, to go into lunch. And then uh, I went up to her, just the two of us in our chapel, and I said, Honey, what happened? Why are you, why are you in pain like this? And she said, well, first she didn't want to talk about it because when you hear a story, it breaks your heart. But she said, I was, uh, my parents divorced when I was five years old. And then something happened. It changed everything in my life. So my mother started inviting men over to the house. And they, about once or twice a month, began to molest me and rape me every month. And I didn't know if I could, you know, I, I, I didn't even know what was happening. I was scared. And my mother never even knew what was happening. And so the years passed, and her life just got worse and worse. She's telling me all this. And I kept thinking, I can't believe your mother didn't protect you like that. And then she came to a point where her boyfriend got her pregnant. I don't know how she knew it was her boyfriend, but timing, I guess. But she was pregnant, and she finally had to tell him. And when she told him that she was pregnant, he began to beat her and kick her in the stomach and just terribly abuse her Mm -hmm. and then sent Mm -hmm. her, or she had to go to the hospital. And when she was in the hospital, her baby, she was losing her baby, and she said... God, and this is probably the first time she'd ever prayed, she said, God, if you'll save my baby, I'll give my life to you. Her baby died. Mm. And she got angry with God. And people get angry with God, mm-hmm. and they blame God mm-hmm. for things God didn't do. Mm-hmm. The Bible says the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to give you life, mm-hmm. and life abundantly. And so she's saying, God, if I, you know, and he died. And so she's mad angry with God. Now she comes to our little camp in in southern Alabama, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just hits her that day as we're really looking at the cross, what Jesus did to take her pain, to take her, her sin, to take her punishment, all her anger and hatred, how he came on her, I mean, how he wants to heal her. And I said, honey, could I stand in your mother right now? And she goes, uh-huh. And I just... I said, I want you to picture your mother saying to you right now, I am so sorry that I didn't protect you from that man, all those men. Mm -hmm. I was too drunk or too much on, too heavy on drugs to even know what was happening to you. Mm -hmm. And I I just want to repent to you. It was so, so wrong. Mm -hmm. If I could make it up to you, I would. But please, would you please forgive me? Now, now she's crying on my shoulder. She's crying my arms. I said, I said, just let me hold you like a mother would, would hold a daughter and, and let you cry in my arms. You know what was happening? She was getting grief out and that's mm-hmm. where forgiveness starts she was weeping and we i call it weeping in the river she was weeping in the presence of the lord mm. that it was right there in our chapel as we've been looking at jesus in the cross and then so she cried out all her grief and then i led her through some prayer of of confessing her bitterness and hatred and anger and resentment toward her mom and then toward her boyfriend and then finally even toward god and when she forgave God, I'm telling you, her heart opened, her heart warmed. It, 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 she just became totally soft and resilient and ready for God to touch her life. 
and he did, and he restored her, he healed her, he filled her with the Holy Spirit, and she just had a whole new purpose in life. I mean, she had, her, her heart was ignited, and she began to just, you know, she got a purpose in life again, and she went to college, and she trained to be a nurse, and she became a nurse, and now she's an RN, and her life is doing really, really good, but it's all because Jesus touched her life because what he did on the cross. Mm -hmm. So if you have someone you need to give this book to, I ask you again, that, that what is that website? Behold-ministries.org. Just, just, if you can't afford it, just tell me. Yeah. All I care is that we yeah. get this message out. Right. But I just ask all of you to, to kneel at the foot of the cross and look up at Jesus as Luada, are we about done? If I know you want to lead you, them to you, the you've Lord. You've got a couple more minutes. You've got to, you can take another minute, sir, whatever else Well, let's just do that yeah, then. Yeah, let's do that. Do okay. you want to do that or do you want me to? Well, I'll, I'll ask them to look at him and then you lead him to Christ, okay? Because okay? okay. right. there's somebody out yes. there right now that yes. needs yes. to get saved because Amen. nothing draws you more. What did Jesus say? If I be lifted up, I will draw all oh, people man. to me. Yes. So we've just been lifting up the lamb and he's drawing someone, probably several of you, to to bow your heart and receive Christ. Mm -hmm. So right now, would you just close your eyes and look up at Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God. Look up at the one who took your pain, your tears, your sorrow, your grief. Just stop and tell him how much it hurt you, whatever you've been through. Go ahead and let the tears flow. See the blood flowing down from the thorns that are pierced into his brow, just soaking down his face and into his beard, into his eyes and ears and nose, and the blood flowing from his hands. Don't Please don't be squeamish about the blood. If we were going to be squeamish about the blood, Charles Spurgeon says this, we should have been squeamish about the sin that caused the blood to roll. Mm -hmm. So just look at his blood and come to him now as Lueda leads you in a prayer to receive the Lord Jesus. But keep your eyes on him, riveted to Jesus Christ, and open your heart now. Lord, I come to you. I need you. I, I come you. to you. I come to you. I cry out to you. I cry out to you. I give you my life. I give you my life. All of my past. All of my past. Today. Today and all my tomorrows. All my tomorrows. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. I confess. I confess that I'm a sinner. I am a sinner. But I come to you, Savior. I come to you, Savior. Wash me in the blood. Wash me in your blood. Purify me. Purify me. Change me. Change me. Give me a new life. Give me a new life. I give you control. I give you control. I put myself in your hands. I put myself in your hands. To serve you. To serve you. And to follow you. And to follow you. I believe you are the Christ. I believe you are the Christ. My Savior. My Savior. And now. And now. I serve you. 
I serve you. I'm yours. I am yours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I invite you to go to my uh, our prayer line, 866-241-0579. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers that are available to pray with you and send you out some free scriptures and things to help you in this new walk with the Lord, okay? So call us. And if you need prayer for anything else, just call our prayer line. We want to minister to you and connect with you. Uh, you can go to Dr. Sandy's uh, ministry at behold-ministries.org, behold-ministries.org. If you want her to come minister to your people, uh, 251-979-9068. You can text her, 251-979-9068. Also, uh, her books are available, are on there. And, uh, okay, her information is in the link on Facebook. Uh, and so her books, you can get them. You want to get them. They're amazing. She's written over 25 books. Undone by the Revelation of the Lamb is the one that I was uh, reading. And God, and I said, I want to meet this woman. And God did it. Listen, go to my website at lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. We have tons. And go to, when you go there, there's tons of free podcasts of previous radio shows and our actual TV shows. Uh, I invite you to go there. It's there to minister to you. We're not about building a kingdom for us, but building the kingdom Amen. of God and ministering to you and so go there so you can get blessed and minister to I want to say thank you to everyone that's given and helped me continue to preach the gospel every dollar that you give and they get saved and minister to I believe it's accounted to your account so God bless you and we will see you next time